You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of Jays from the Couch.com. And if you follow me on Twitter, you kind of know how this episode is going to go. This pair of episodes actually can tell you that we are doubling up today. We have a hitting episode and a pitching episode coming your way, dealing with the three game series that the Blue Jays completed in the House of Horrors that is Tropicana Field. The Orange Shoes name only hides what horrors lurk within. It's like Minute Maid Park. I don't know what it is with Orange Shoes and just being evil. Whatever. Anyway. This episode is going to be focusing on the good and the bad of the Blue Jays hitting. And and performing in the field. We'll wrap the position players all into this episode. And then we'll be talking about the pitching in the second episode that's coming out tonight. As we endeavor to get on some sort of a consistent schedule. Um, Thank you all for being very patient with me. I had my schedule shifted at my day job. And with all the sports coming back, it it is a difficult thing to try and deal with all at once. So, thank you all for being patient. I will make it up to you starting right now as we talk about I'm I'm going to start with the good in these episodes because there was some good um, Blue Jays lost two of the three games against the Rays but there were some good things to take away on both sides of the ball so I'm going to do my best to highlight them in the first halves of these episodes and then hopefully that means I won't be as angry and, and you know, just frustrated and ranting in the second half just because then I'll, I'll be able to remember the good stuff I talked about and I'll be able to calm down a little bit. I don't know. I'm, I'm no psychologist, but I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what'll keep this on a relatively even keel. Although I have a feeling that's not what some of you are here for. So let's talk about the primary good thing that I liked uh, about the Blue Jays' position players uh, in that Tampa Bay series. And that was an ability shown to put together big innings. And this is something I've been harping on the Blue Jays for since an entire lifetime ago. I have repeatedly lamented in the past that the Blue Jays lived and died by the home run ball. And it frustrated the heck out of me watching a bunch of guys go up there and just, you know, swing like they're swatting a fly at their eyeballs with a golf club. And just these these uppercut swings that were getting nowhere close to pitches uh, that were drivable. But... In two of the three games on the weekend, uh, 
the Blue Jays showed an ability to be able to chain hits, and and that is likely the result of a renewed approach at the plate. I don't know if you want to give the credit to Dave Hudgens, the bench coach. I don't know if you want to give it to Guillermo Martinez, the hitting coach. I don't know if you want to give it to Dante Bichette, Bo's daddy, who was also in the dugout. I'm inclined to give it to Dante just because I like Dante and he's a career 299 hitter. So he kind of knows a thing or two about hitting and I'm sure he's been willing to share his knowledge and what he's been able to do. I mean, Dante Bichette was never really thought of as a, as a contact hitter because he got all those home runs in Colorado and with Milwaukee and with Boston. So I think a lot of people had this image of Dante as as that kind of guy who just went for the fences. But that was more a natural byproduct of how good a hitter Dante Bichette was. So I don't know if he's had some level of influence over the Baby Jays and what they've been doing, but the approach at the plate has been markedly improved since last season. I found myself cursing a lot less at the screen as I watched Blue Jays batters flail around trying to find a baseball and coming up empty over and over again. And and that was that was the thing. It was evident today when they had that big four-run inning against Tampa Bay, they were able to string together six straight singles, which is great. That's that's the kind of offense I want to see. I don't want to see the Blue Jays just sitting back and trying to play a home run derby against teams. I want to see, you know, consistent attack. I want consistent pressure. A, a pitcher can shake off a home run very easily. A home run is just one bad pitch that got away, and that's fine. You you just move on to the next one. But when you start stringing together walks, stringing together singles, stringing together a double, now you start rattling the pitcher because that's when it gets in their mindset that maybe they figured me out. What do I do here? And that's when they start getting shook. And a shook pitcher is a losing pitcher most of the time. We'll talk about that at another point. But yeah, it, it's been a nice sight to see up and down the lineup. Guys like Randall Gritchuk and Teoscar Hernandez, um, who, you know, last year again, were just happy to swing for the fences and just live or die by the three two true outcomes. Gritchuk in particular, is, his plate approach has been much different this season, and I am so here for it. He's He's taken that power and applied it to to getting those line drive singles, to getting solid ground balls through the infield, making contact with the ball, just being able to stick the bat out and get wood on it. That's the thing that will help the Blue Jays really make teams pay for their, their mistake pitches because it's one thing to make a, a mistake pitch when there's no one on base. It's another thing when that mistake pitch results in three runs being tacked on the scoreboard as Kevin Biggio was able to do in that Friday night win for Toronto. I mean, last season, I, I would have figured it was just a solo shot. And we, and we kind of saw that in a Saturday game against Ryan Yarborough. Um, but I will say, I'll save that. 
Um, but no, being able to put together those innings and, and not even having to get hits. The Blue Jays had another three-run inning in that Friday game where only one of the runners scored via hit. The other two came on sacri- a sacrifice fly and an RBI ground out. And that's what you have to do. You have to be able to put the ball in play. It's it's one of the old axioms that, you know, if you strike out, it's very hard to turn that around. But anytime you put the ball in play, you put that on the defense. You make the defense work. You make them, you know, hopefully cough it up, bobble a ball, especially if you can use speed to your advantage like um, Santiago Espinal has been able to do. And, and that stolen base by Espinal today in the 10th inning was beautiful. You know, love the swim move. I I don't actually blame Hunter Wendelstaff for blowing that call because from him his position, I can see how he would have he would have thought he was out. I I thought at thir- at first that Espinal had been thrown out, and I was, I was not a happy woman. But you know, on the replay, seeing what Espinal was able to do using that swim move. To get away from the tag of Joey Wendell. Beautiful. The Blue Jays need to start using that more. Use use the legs. They got Bo Bichette. They got Espinal. They got Anthony Alford still. Teoscar Hernandez has some speed. Start using it. That's what I want to, wanted to see more of. So I was very happy with that. And I was very happy with the Friday night win. As you may have heard of on Locked on Mariners. If you checked out that episode. Um... But you can only do so much with that. And you can only, you know, hope you you string together the beginning for so long before things start to break down and you start to find problems. And if you're finding problems with your car, what you need to do is go to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business that's been in operation online for over 20 years They have every part you need, whether you're a professional mechanic or just a a person who putters around the garage. RockAuto.com has you covered. They they have a very easy-to-navigate website where you can find the make and model that you're looking for and whatever part you need, be it brake lights or windshield wipers or new carpeting. Whatever you want, RockAuto can find it and get it for you at a reliably low price. So go to rockauto.com right now. I'm not going to make the Boba Shet joke. Not going to do it. Go to rockauto.com. Um, and then when they ask, how did you hear about us? Write locked on in the box so they know that you heard it from us and everyone gets to feel good. And you get to feel good for doing something good for your favorite podcast network. So just remember... I'm, Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockautobichette.com. Dang it! You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am ashamed of myself. I apologize. However... That was not as shameful as some of the things I didn't like out of the Blue Jays' position players this weekend. One was that Saturday game in its entirety. Outside of a Reese McGuire home run, they were, they did nothing against Ryan Yarbrough 
and the raised bullpen. And it it I'm surprised a guy like Yarborough has such control over the Blue Jays. And I I know it's because he has the ability to kind of mix mix speeds a little bit. The the Rays protected him a lot in his rookie campaign in 2018 just by using the opener and now they're just letting him go at it. But it still gets a little frustrating that there's no kind of adjustment to that. Like as as opposed to like the the fastball pitchers that the Blue Jays get. When when they find these like junk guys, they just don't seem to be able to handle it. Like their their brain is keyed into one one kind of pitch. And when they don't get it, they just flail and and tap it softly. Kind of like what Matt Shoemaker was doing, but we'll talk about Matt Shoemaker in the next episode. Then in today's extra innings loss, which really, really should have been a victory. And I'll talk for two reasons why today should have been a freaking victory. One, how many players did the Blue Jays leave on base? How many bases loaded situations did the Blue Jays get absolutely nothing out of? I mean, granted, in the second inning and seventh inning, they didn't load them up until there were two outs. But you saw what the Rays did with two outs. They they made things happen. And yeah, Ken Giles helped a lot. And we'll talk about Ken Giles on Monday. Probably. Because we have to. But you, you gotta be able to find something. And, and yeah, we talked about that big inning they had in the sixth where they changed together six hits and were able to bring in four runs. But you cannot let a team like the Rays in that god-awful ballpark see you on the horizon because they are relentless. Even that Friday game where the Blue Jays were up like 6-1. Tampa cut it back. They they made it 6-4. They made it close. They brought out Ken Giles. So leaving so many opportunities to put that extra cushion on on base is it's it's that takes me back to the bad times when you would when you'd see a rare walk you'd see a double um try to move over to third and then get stranded because there would be strikeouts at least there weren't as many strikeouts you know they were hitting the ball they were just hitting it right at rays literally in the case of Vladimir Guerrero Jr who should have hit into a couple double plays only hit into the one today but Speaking of Vladimir Guerrero Jr., let's talk about him in the field. Because this whole thing about moving Vladimir Guerrero Jr. to first base was that he would be more protected there. That he would be less of a defensive liability. And you could have told me that, and I wouldn't have believed it on Friday when I watched him go after that pop-up and have to cross back over like he he thought he was still playing third base or something. And he caught it, but it wasn't, you know, without trouble. And I thought, this this is going to bite the Blue Jays at some point. And it bit them today in the ninth inning. The bases loaded. Joey Wendell at the... No, sorry. It was Brandon Lau, because he was facing Brian Moran. Wendell's the one who kept the inning going somehow. But now, with Brandon Lau at the dish... The shift is on because Lau's a lefty and he's a pull hitter. 
and he lines a ground ball right at Kevin Biggio. The problem is that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. forgot that he was a first baseman now, and he took a diving stab at it and missed. And instead of hustling over to cover first base, Biggio had to wait for Brian Moran to hustle his his 32-year-old butt over there and try and get there in time to beat out Brandon Lau, who, if healthy, would have been top three rookie of the year easy. Would have probably won rookie of the year last year. He's a guy who knows how to play, and he's got some wheels. But Brian Moran was just a half step too slow. And the tying run scored, and we went to extra innings, and we know what happened there. God, we're going to get into what happened there in the next episode. I know the transition from position to position is usually difficult, especially when you never played said position at any level. But this is something you have to have some level of awareness for. It's a left-handed batter. The shift is... You can turn behind you. Know that Kevin Biggio is behind you. And know that your primary duty as a first baseman is if the ball's on the ground, get your butt to first. Don't don't try to be a hero. Be there to make the catch. Doug Minkiewicz is a hero because he was on first base to make the catch from Keith Folk that won the 2004 World Series for Boston. That's what your job is. That is what you do. You make the catch. You don't... You don't go diving for it unless it's, like, to your left. But Vladimir Guerrero Jr. did not do that. And Kevin Biggio did not have a first base person to throw to. And, again, I did not think that it would cost the Blue Jays a game this early. But these are the sorts of things that need to be drilled into a young Blue Jays head right now. Not not when you're actively trying to win World Series. Right now, this is the learning season. This is when you're supposed to do it. This is when you're supposed to pick up on what your job is in the field. And when you play first base, and I know this because I played first base in baseball when I was a kid because I couldn't throw worth a darn. You get to your base and you wait for the throw to come to you. You wait for the ball to come to you. And I probably wouldn't care as much if the Blue Jays ended up winning in extra innings, but you know, again, that that is the the error that opened the floodgates. I saw it, I saw way too much in the simulated season. Bobachette would make an error, floodgates open, and we'd lose by three. It's a little less frustrating to see it in real life because it's, I, I don't have a direct hand in it. But these are things that need to be learned immediately. You, there has to be a level of awareness. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. needs to pick up on that. Otherwise, he's, he's quickly going to be a DH. Not, not a first baseman, a DH. At least maybe he can hit enough to justify that. Anyway, that will bring us 
to the end of this episode. I try I tried not to be angry, but I just couldn't help it. I I it, it hurt. It hurt watching that play unfold in the ninth inning. And if you're hurting, it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight days, eight hours a day for eight days in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. And we have friends at CBDMD, which have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when things get a little tense, like they did today. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or a squeezable tube. While CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else you can find at CBDMD. They're offering listeners 25% off their next order when they use the promo code LOCKDOWNMOB at checkout. So check out CBDMD.com, promo code LOCKDOWNMOB, and get 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Very easy to remember letters. We thank them for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. If you want to follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook, you can do so at LOCKDOWNJs. You can subscribe on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, however you get podcasts. You can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode as we endeavor to get back to a regular weekly schedule in a time when weeks are meaningless. Days are meaningless. The calendar's a joke. But we will try to make it work. And as always, if you want to follow me personally on Twitter, you can do so at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. And if you want to check out some fine programming on the Lockdown Podcast Network, you can tell your smart device, hey, insert name of smart device here. I don't know what you named it. It's your choice. Hey, smart device, play Lockdown MLB and you will get the latest episode with Sully. And you will hear him be angrier than I am, which is a feat. Also, check out Locked On Mariners. Uh, I recently made a last second appearance on their Diamond Quiz episode. Um, the host there, DC Lundberg, had me on uh, facing Sean Woodley of Locked On Raptors in, in a Canadian on Canadian battle with Bryce Patrick of Locked On Rangers in there as well um suffice to say i think i did canada proud and just proved that the blue jays will always be better than the rangers at the very least so check that out and that will basically do it for this episode i will be right back with a look at the pitching the things i like the things i don't like and there's a lot of both much like this one it's good to have it to talk again so for everyone at the lockdown podcast network and everyone at jsrunacouch.com i'm aj andrews thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the podcast and y'all take care <laughs>